It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo. Portions of the Bill Cunningham show may be pre recorded. Choice Hotels. Econolodge and Roadway Inn Hotels are serving up double points for every qualifying stay. Book at choicehotels.com. Now, here's the man who's been recognized as radio's best. The recipient of not one, but two prestigious Marconi Awards for his broadcast excellence. The one and only, Bill Cunningham. All right, Billy Cunningham, the great American. Good to have you with me this glorious uh, Sunday night. Also, my birthday is today. I want to thank my mother, Mary Ellen Graham Cunningham, up in heaven for giving birth to me. And today is my birthday, and God bless her, and God bless all the others enjoying this great day themselves two weeks before Christmas. Thank you, Danny Boy Gleason, my executive producer, Danny Boy, Danny Boy Gleason. But uh, so much stuff going on. I know Yellowstone, I watched that uh, couple hours tonight uh one was the previous sunday and this new episode sunday i fall in love with uh, beth dutton and yellowstone it's the best show on television by far i love it simple ideas about ranches about where we get cows from every time i order a hamburger from frisch's i'm going to thank uh, the duttons for having the cows and it's a it's a wonderful series if you haven't seen it you have to plus so many americans right now either had the flu or covid our younger folks of RSW, fortunately, I've had both so far, RSW, about a, about a year ago, and I had a terrible case of the flu about two or three weeks ago. Struck me on a Monday. Didn't really uh, get uh, vertical for about three, four days, and that was ugly. But uh, nonetheless, and I had a flu shot. Have you? And I've had all my COVID shots. Uh, if I was a normal circumstance, I probably would have gotten no COVID shots at all. But I voluntarily agreed to enter a, a test or a trial put on by the Health and Human Services when it comes to TAVERS, which I had a TAVER put into my aortic valve about, uh, well, it's been almost uh, three years, three and a half years, April 4th, 19, uh, 2019. So it's been uh, going on four years in April of this coming year. And I agreed as part of that uh, agreement because I was in good health, 71 years old, very low risk. No open heart surgery kind of a deal that I would uh, I would do what uh, Christ Hospital in Cincinnati told me to do. And they tell me I have to get these shots and uh, so that the test results are valid. By the way, I feel as healthy as a horse. And so I kind of feel as if I should stick with many and not getting vaccines because I think there's a problem. And I'm not sure that they're uh, uh, the object of what they seek to do is efficacious. But nonetheless... I agreed about three and a half, four years ago to do certain things. And my word, like John Dutton, means something. So I gave my word that I would do it. 
And when they got a hold of me uh, about a month ago, month and a half ago, and said the great American needs to get a flu shot, which I normally would not do, I agreed to get the flu shot. And, of course, it had no impact whatever. I still caught the flu. And I would not wish that on my worst enemy. I felt like my organs were dying. I felt like I was dead. I had a hard time rolling over in bed. That's how uh, uh, tired I was. I had chills. I had fever. I had upset stomach. I had projectile vomiting. I had explosive diarrhea and cluster migraine headaches. I barely could move in bed. I thought at one point that I literally had died. I thought, oh, my God, this is what it feels like to die. At some point, about a day into it, it was about 1, 1, 1, 11 a.m., 11 minutes after 1 o'clock in the morning. And uh, on my digital clock, it was dark. I uh, sequestered myself into a bedroom away from my beloved wife because I said, Penny, I don't want to give it. Whatever I got, I don't, I, I don't want to give it to you so I can, you know, check on me in the morning, come up in the afternoon at night. And so about 1 a.m., uh, I, I, uh, I was asleep. Uh, my doctor gave me some nuclear-powered cough medicine. It was thick. And he also gave me some Tamiflu, which I don't know if it helped or not, but I took it. But uh, instead of taking a teaspoon of uh, the nuclear-powered cough medicine with codeine, I took a swig. And about uh, two hours later, uh, I was knocked out. And I found myself about uh, 1, 11 a.m. in the morning, complete blackness, dark, in, in a spare bedroom uh, on the floor, which was carpeted, of course. But uh, I, I'm on the floor lying down, and I feel like death warmed over. And I'm reaching for a pillow or sheets, and I said, where am I? I was disoriented. And all of a sudden, I started having flashbacks of events in my life. And they were good events. I can recall when uh, my, my baby sister came home from the hospital, walking up the steps holding Mary Diane Cunningham. My mom says to the three boys, don't touch her. You can't touch her. And I'm looking at her. I'm like six, seven years old. I said, oh, Mama, I won't touch her. I promise. I'll, and and I, I, have a, I was like watching a movie theater. And I watch her walk in and sit on the couch with Mom. And uh, don't touch her. We just sat there. The three boys just sat there and looked at her. That went on for five or ten minutes. Next scene I had was uh, as a guardian angel. Now, you might know as a, as a practicing Roman Catholic, guardian angels are like second graders, boys, who have the candles and lead the first graders into church for the for their first communion. And here I am in a white outfit with a lit candle leading first graders behind me into church to get first communion from Father Joseph Dowie of St. Savior Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, I, I watched that for a while. It was like I'm sitting in a movie theater, but I'm lying on the floor in a spared bedroom, sick as a dog from the flu. Next up, there's a vision of me getting married. Somebody at my wife's employer at the time, Generous Electric, General Electric, threw some confetti in her face, got into her eyes, and it caused her black mascara to run. And my gosh, that was a crisis. There was four or five other events that went on for like an hour, hour and a half. And, and I thought the great American said, you know what? I'm dead because I'm in the dark. I can't see anything. I feel like death warmed over, and I'm watching vignettes in my life. One of them was the first uh, murder trial that I tried and the verdict. Another one I had in my mind was uh, welcoming the Kuwaiti ambassador to Fountain Square in Cincinnati, Ohio, 
after the uh, great victory with uh, Bush 41 uh, in office, and I was the MC of the event. And so these good events are happening, and I'm it's like I'm dead. And I specifically recall Sister Monica Ann telling me, a sister of charity, when I was a little boy, maybe, I don't know, fifth or sixth grade, that at the moment of death, if you say, into your hands, God, I commend my soul, I accept Jesus Christ as my Savior. Forgive me my sins and welcome me into your kingdom. That if you say those words and you truly mean it, that you'll get into heaven. I said that three or four times because I thought, okay, I'm dead. I had a thought about how much pain it would cause my family, how much pain it might cause you. And I thought, and I waited and I waited. I did not want to have a scene out of Patrick Swayze, the movie when the devils came out of the sewer system in New York City. And I waited, and I waited. At one point, I kind of got off the uh, carpeted floor, and I was sitting down in my civvies. And it's dark, and I look at the digital clock, and now says 3.33 a.m. This went on for two hours. I thought I was dead. I'm looking around to make, make my way to the wall, to the door, put the light switch on. And I'm thinking, what in the hell was that? Or what in the heaven was that? I thought, wait a minute. I pinched myself. I looked around. I walked over and uh, put on the radio. Listen to Red Eye for a little bit. Listen, to, I listen to those guys a lot. I like them. And I thought, damn, I'm not dead. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. But from that moment... I have a fear, so to speak, of uh, moving on without uh, doing good deeds. So I found myself the past two, three weeks uh, trying to be as nice as I can to as many people as I can. So I, I guess I would urge you to get the flu shot, but it did me no good whatsoever. I guess I would urge you to get all the vaccines. I think at this point I've gotten five vaccines. The original two got two more Got the Omicron, and I pray to God I don't have to take any more. I, I don't want Christ Hospital to call me again and say, hey, well, Willie, you know, you agreed to get this shot because uh, you're in this in this study on Tavers, and I don't want to hear it anymore because I'm in good health. I've never gotten COVID, but I had the flu, I believe. And so uh, that two weeks ago, that was a shocker to me when literally I thought I was dead. And I don't know, and I've talked to my doctor a couple of days later, and he said, you were having hallucinations, that you shouldn't have taken so much codeine-infused cough medicine. I said, I know. I, it said a teaspoon, but I, I had a terrible cough, and I said, I better take a little extra. I took too much. But uh, so I don't know whether it's the flu or COVID, RSW, government uses these mechanisms for complete control, to scare the crap out of people. And by the way, the great American, I don't know if scared was the right word. I thought I was dead and I would cause a lot of people pain, especially my family. That That's what I focused on. So after that happened, I've been to my doctor. I got a complete physical again. I took blood tests. I'm going to try as healthy as I can, as long as I can. Each of us have promised each other, Penny and I have promised each other, that each of us will die one day after the other. So uh, I'm going to do everything in my power to be as healthy as I can be to, to forestall the inevitable. You know, Father Time, 
is undefeated, untied, unscored on. No matter what, I watched Tom Brady this afternoon or this evening in, in uh, the Bay Area. My God, he didn't look good at all. I think they were beaten like 35-7 to 7 by the 49ers. And I pray to God the GOAT, Tom Brady, stops, especially next Sunday if my Bengals beat uh, the Bucks in Tampa, which they should. I, I would assume they're going to be a touchdown favorite. The Bengals look impregnable. I mean, Joe Burrow is the real deal, beat up on the Browns. By the way, lastly, before I take calls and make some other opening comments, the last five games the Bengals have played against Kansas City and Tennessee, three away there, they're 5-0. and 5-0 and against Tennessee and Kansas City. They beat the Kansas City Chiefs three times in the year 2022. Three times. Until today, the last five times they played the Cleveland Browns, who stink. The Bengals are 0-5. and five. Until today. So they beat the Brownies. Let's continue. Want to get more substantive matters, including this shadow banning of conservatives by Twitter. Thank God for Elon Musk stating the obvious. Plus, uh, so much more. If a line becomes available, 866-647-7337. 866-647-7337. Lastly, before I take a break, you know, I, I read with interest on Fox News that there is a restaurant in the capital of the old Confederacy, by the way, completely run by Democrats, called uh, Metzger Bar and Butchery. It's a small restaurant. And there was a uh, Christian group called the Family Foundation of Virginia that had rented out a good part of the restaurant for a meeting. They were going to go there for lunch, have appetizers, have lunch, have desserts, and then... uh, give a couple speeches or whatever, and go home. So they reserved the space under Title VII, 1964. By the way, the Masterpiece Cake case out of Colorado is not under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. But there were some servers at this restaurant in Richmond said that they would not work that day if this, quote, Bible based Christian group came there to eat lunch. They said no. So the owner of the restaurant sent to the Family Foundation of Virginia a uh, email and text saying, your reservation has been canceled because of your policies as a Christian believing in the Bible. Now there's about, uh, I don't know, 150 million Americans, about 50%, maybe maybe more than that, that, that are Christians. And on top of that, uh, theists, whether they're Jews, Sikhs, by the way, I love the Sikh people, love them completely, or Muslims, whatever it might be. They're uh, Bible-believing or theist-believing individuals in America is in the range of 300 million. But this restaurant in Virginia, in Richmond, said they needed to be inclusive by demanding exclusivity. They wanted to be inclusive by demanding discrimination against Christians. That is inclusive. That's a new definition of inclusivity when you exclude people. Normally when you include, it means you welcome everyone. But this particular restaurant, Mesker's Bar and Butchery, says they're inclusive by being exclusive. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's like 1984 George Orwell, which describes America today. Just the opposite of what you say. Take a short break. We have thousands on hold, including uh, Teresa in Cleveland and Larry in Kansas City the home of uh, the Chiefs who keep getting beat by the Bengals, and uh, Joe in New Hampshire, thousands of others. And uh, as I've said before, and if you listen to me the last 16 or 18 years on Sunday nights since Matt Drudge gave up this real estate, I don't believe much in vaccines. But when I give my word as part of a study to my doctor, to my hospital, that I'll do certain things like John Dutton, I will keep my word. Like Rip Wheeler, I will keep my word. And so I said I would do it, and I did it. If I had to do it again, I'd have the Tabor operation and try to have an exemption for getting all these vaccines, but I'm told I must do it to have a legitimate test. I'm one of a, about a 1,000 nationwide in good health, not open-heart surgery, that received a transcatheter aortic valve replacement through my groin. So for five years, I've agreed to do certain things. I'm sorry, but my word means something. When I give my word, I keep my word. So let's continue. Thousands on hold. We'll go to Teresa first, home of the Browns. We have two lines open now at 866-647-7337. Do not take more nuclear-powered cough medicine with codeine than the doctor prescribes. Because all of a sudden, I thought I was dead. Bill Cunningham, live with you every Sunday night. If your basement leaks, call Everdry today. Remember, it's not dry till it's ever dry. Do you know a special woman who deserves nothing but the best for the holidays? This Christmas, spoil her with soft, silky, naturally nude pajamas. The next best thing to wearing nothing at all. Naturally nude pajamas, exclusively at Pajamagram, are smooth to the touch, light as air, truly seductive. Order today and Pajamagram will include a free matching naturally nude nightie. That's a $75 saving on a best-selling holiday gift. Yes, ordering today gets you a free $75 nightie. Definitely an effortless way to let her know how much you care. Now you can give her two sensuous gifts that she'll love to relax in. But hurry. Year after year, naturally nude pajamas sell out. So here's what you need to do. Head to pajamagram.com or text the word GIFT to 41234. That's GIFT to 41234. Order today, ships tomorrow. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are a few of the things many of us take for granted. 
Yet, for many United States military veterans, finding and affording oral health care is a challenge many of us don't think about. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to see one veteran with special needs one time per year. Visit WillYouSeeOneVet.org to learn more. That's WillYouSeeOneVet.org. We conquer cancer. For the mom-to-be who is out of treatment options. For the Having uh, those flu-like symptoms, that were it was awful. I've never felt in my life that bad. I'd have 10 tavers done rather than have, have a, one flu. My heart was racing. And my heart was racing, according to my cardiologist, because I'd taken way too much codeine-infused nuclear-powered cough medicine. So, you know, I, I, I took a swig instead of one teaspoon. So when I talked to my doctor after my almost religious incident, he asked me, did I take too much codeine-infused cough medicine? I said, well, I didn't measure it out. I'm supposed to take a teaspoon uh, twice a day, 12 hours apart. And when I got it, I swigged it. And uh, I probably took two or three tablespoons. He said, that's what caused your heart to race. And that's why you were disoriented. And that's why you had hallucinations. I said, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, I'm following directions from now on. So uh, if I didn't agree to the regiment they tell me to do, I wouldn't have gotten the TAVER, transcatheter aortic valve replacement, in April of 2019. And if I had not gotten agreement, I gave my word, maybe right now I'd be in worse shape than I am. Right now, I think I'm in great shape. In fact, uh, I look forward to another, uh, another five to ten years on the radio with you. So when you give your word, you got to keep your word. In a sense, I'm like Rip Wheeler. I'm like John Dutton. Give your word. You said I'll do it. That's all a man's got. I said, if you give me the taver, I'll be part of this study. I'll come in once a year for a complete cardiac workup. I will keep the weight off. I'll eat healthy. I'll have blood tests twice a year. And any vaccines that come down the pike that I'm supposed to take, I will take. And I said that in writing. So I guess I could opt out. But then in the future... The uh, ability of the medical establishment to know the effect of a TAVER on other individuals may be affected. That's why I did it. Let's continue. We have thousands on hold. Millions are listening. If a line becomes available, 866-647-7337. Bill Cunningham, the Great American, with you live every Sunday night. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW. Cincinnati. Bengals Nation keeps on keeping on. With the 1030 report, I'm Sean McCormick. Breaking now, uh, the monkey on Joe Burrow's back, a.k.a. never beating the Browns, is dead and buried. At Paycor Stadium Sunday, Burrow and the Bengals, 23-10 winners over Cleveland. You know, the run game was good to us. Jamar was incredible like he always is. Uh, defense played great. Uh, team win. Team ugly win, but we got it done. Burrow completing 18 of 33 passes for a pedestrian for him, 239 yards and two touchdowns. Running back Joe Mixon finishing with 96 yards rushing and uh, Jamar Chase catching 10 balls for 119 yards. Winners of five in a row. The Bengals will play Sunday at 425 p.m., a start against Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. 
The latest weather from the forecasters at 9 News. Overnight, we're going to see mostly cloudy skies, a low of 34. Monday, partly to mostly cloudy skies, a high of 45. And Monday night, partly cloudy, a low of 28. Right now, the radar is clear, and it is currently 42 degrees. Cincinnati police are looking for two men scamming football fans as they've been walking into Pecor Stadium. Officers are claiming the men allegedly collected donations from fans at least the last two Bengals games. It's not known how much money they've actually collected. The scammers are collecting the money, posing as fundraisers for cancer. Our next update is at 11 o'clock. I'm Sean McCormick, News Radio 700 WLW. This holiday season, don't forget about you. All right, Billy Cunningham, one last thought before I go to Kansas City and uh, San Diego and uh, Cleveland and upstate New York and Florida and Austin, Texas and more. 1787, which was a long time ago. What, 200 and, uh, 235 years ago, the year before George Washington was uh, elected uh, president in 1788, a wise Scottish philosopher named Sir Alexander Fraser Teitler wrote something which was prophetic because at that point there were no democracies anywhere in the world. We, they had known and we had known that great civilizations tended to last about 200 years at their top, at their zenith, whether it was Egypt or Greece or Rome or parts of the Chinese Ming Empire. It's about 200 years, say about uh, 10 generations, when things kind of really get rolling well and then they flourish and they go downhill either quickly or slowly, but they do go downhill. The heyday of the uh, Roman Empire was about... Uh, 50 A.D. to about 250 A.D. That was the glory time. And, and he penned these words. It's only about uh, two sentences. In 1787, quote, A democracy cannot exist as a permanent form of government. It can only exist until the voters discover that they can vote themselves the largest, that is, lots of money, from the public treasury. From that moment on, the majority always votes for candidates promising more benefits from the public treasury with the result that a democracy always collapses over loose fiscal policy, which is almost always followed by a dictatorship. He went on to say that certainly in Plymouth Rock, I've been on Scott Powell of the Discovery Institute many times, and he uh, talks about civic lessons not taught in public and or private schools. And when the Mayflower came over and landed on Plymouth Rock around 1620, they viewed themselves in bondage from England and elsewhere, but they had a spiritual faith. So their journey went from bondage to a spiritual faith that gave birth to great courage. Because of that faith, Christians, Muslims, Jews, Sikhs, and others because of great spiritual faith, one has courage to take risks of one type or another. From courage, you then obtain freedom or liberty. Liberty will flourish. From liberty's seeds arises abundance. The glory times, the 1980s, for example, abundance 
was everywhere. From abundance becomes complacency. It's like, well, we always have these things. From complacency, it's apathy. And from apathy to dependence because of all the money being spent. And from dependence, one goes back into bondage. These are the words and thoughts of a great Scottish historian, philosopher. And in 1787, no democracy existed. In fact, America does not have a democracy. We have a constitutional republic, a representative form of a constitutional republic. Here in America, that's what we have. The, uh, what occurs is that politicians use the public treasury, not for the nation's welfare, but to secure positions by uh, influencing voters with your money, thus gradually sinking a nation into a bottomless economic morass that is cataclysmic. And then people turn to benevolent dictators. They care absolutely nothing about what is best for America. Their main concern is staying in power and getting new voters to be sold more lies. And those who love power in the Democrat and Republican parties know this. They're con artists who bring in millions of new voters through the southern border to make more promises to to stay in power. America had an accumulated national debt in the year 2000 of $4 trillion. It's now eight times that amount. So we're in that process now from abundance to complacency to apathy, back to dependence on government, then finally back into bondage. As more and more productive citizens leave California, leave New York City, leave Chicago, and go to the suburbs or go south or east. And those citizens tend to take with them their politics, which is why Nevada tends to be a blue state because of the hundreds of thousands of Californians who move there. And it's also why Georgia is kind of a purple state that tends more red than blue. But when you have literally hundreds of thousands of New Jersey, Rhode Island, Delaware, New York residents going south, they end up in places like Georgia. Thank God there's not enough in Florida through this point. So it's, it's interesting to note that democracy cannot permanently exist as a former government because when voters figure out they can vote themselves benefit from the public treasury at someone else's expense, from that moment on, the majority will always keep voting for candidates promising more and more and more benefits from the public troughed at someone else's expense. And it goes on and on. And when those citizens become somewhat Democrat slash Republican politicians in complete power, write that down. So let's continue. Thousands on hold, millions are listening. Later on, let's set up tonight's big show. We have uh, John Lott has written a great column about what immigration has done to Sweden, Norway, what immigration has done to European nations. I also would note that uh, England has now opened its first new coal mine in 35 years. It is cold in London, in Berlin. Berlin is opening up coal mines and natural gas processing plants. Guess what? They've given up on the windmills. They're giving up on solar panels. They want the fossil fuels, and the environmental movement in Europe is not happy. 
Later on also is Robert uh, DeLott, and uh, he's going to talk about uh, the forever chemicals that are in the soil that are there and must be removed. He'll do a great job. He's, a, he's, a, he's an attorney, Robert DeLott. Then also later on is uh, Kevin Jackson, kevinjacksonnetwork.com, about what's happening at black folks in uh, inner cities. Promises made. Promises not kept. It makes no difference. Lastly, before we go to the calls, of course, uh, a couple weeks ago, you had the Spectre. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Of Herschel Walker losing, getting 48% of the vote to the Reverend Raphael Warnock. And uh, the day after those things took place, those kids reported to completely, utterly dysfunctional public schools in Atlanta. The police department runs scared, waiting to be sued. Atlanta is in complete cultural meltdown. Celebrate all you want about Raphael Warnock beating uh, someone uh, as great football player and, and Herschel Walker, who, by the way, could out-debate John Fetterman. Is the media focused on the incompetence of John Fetterman or Katie Hobbs or Joe Biden, who's not mentally alert to be kind? Of course not. Do they focus on Biden, Inc.? How does, how does lunch pail Joe now worth $100 million. How come Nancy Pelosi that had her puff piece this morning on CBS Sunday morning, how come she's worth hundreds of millions of dollars and the media doesn't cover it? How come the media doesn't cover the uh, shadow banning of conservatives on Twitter under uh, Jack Dorsey and the mainstream media ignores it because they're embarrassed. They know what was going on, didn't want to report it. Let's go to the calls. I have thousands on hold. Let's go to a Larry in Kansas City, the home of the Chiefs, who won today by six points. Larry in Kansas City, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. And then Teresa, but uh, Larry, please go ahead. Yes, uh, Bill, thank you. What uh, prompted me to call, and I enjoyed your introduction um, and your shows always, uh, what prompted me to call your comment about, I guess, the series Yellowstone, I work and have been exposed to a lot of stuff in Montana. Uh, and I want to say something in behalf of the wild animals up there, the great assault against them. The uh, state of Montana, the cattle industry, is very much against the, the wild bison. They have attempted to control the, uh, dimini the uh, diminution of the wild bison in Yellowstone. There was a big expose run on that in the Billings Gazette uh, some months ago. And uh, Freedom of Information Act uh, made them open their books. And uh, But anyway, a very good group that is working in behalf of the last wild buffalo tr uh, bison, trying to preserve them and have them expand, is something called the Buffalo Field Campaign out of West Yellowstone, Montana. I visited those people. They're a very good group. And the wolves are under great assault in uh, Montana uh, under Governor Gianforte and uh, Governor Little in Idaho, 
uh, they want to get the wolf population down to around 150, and then it's declared uh, an endangered species. They really don't understand the wolf is very necessary for the, the balance of nature there, and they are not a threat against the domestic cattle. And a, a good group, an excellent group, it's called Footloose Montana, mm. run by Stephen Capra, who's a very intelligent and brave guy to stand there in the state house in Montana in Helena and talk on behalf of the wolf. I just can't recommend enough uh, these two groups. There's many groups up there that are trying to look out for the wild animals, Gallatin Wildlife Association out of Bozeman, Montana. Mm. Uh, I, I'm putting a plug in because people don't know this, <laughs> yeah. how bad how bad the wild bison up there is under assault. For instance, wild bison cannot go into the national forest except the Custer Gallatin a little bit. Yeah. And, but uh, there's domestic cattle that, uh, you know, get rights in, in the national forest. I'm, I'm saying this because people are unaware of this. Well, I, I tell you, the reason I watch Yellowstone, it's not a documentary. I, I assume it's a show with fictional characters referencing real live issues. And so uh, I've said to my beloved wife, at some point, I want to get an RV and go to Idaho. I have great listeners in Idaho and Montana, North and South Dakota, have got to be the four most beautiful states in the union. Before my days are done, which I thought about three weeks ago was like immediate. But nonetheless, I think I have many years. I want to get an RV, maybe fly out to Denver, and then rent an RV and go around those four states and just say hi to people. I want to do that. But thank you for your perspective. Let's continue with more. Let's go to Teresa in Cleveland, the home of the Browns, beat up by my Bengals today for the first time in six games. Teresa, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. I guess you're listening on WTAM in Cleveland. Please, what do you got? Go ahead. I am. Well, I'm a former pediatric nurse, and I was told throughout my 16 years of nursing I had five diseases, and I challenged the doctors all the time. And there's a lot of good research out there on these vaccines that have come out of China, and I don't know why people are trusting doctors because they do abortions. So why would you trust them? I don't trust man. I trust God. I mean, I don't know if you have not heard of Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. Peter McCullough. There's uh, Dr. Uh, Sherry Tenpenny from uh, Middleburg Heights, Ohio here, mm -hmm. and they're all anti-vax. Dr. Valdemar Zelenko, I take his detox, which is uh, containing zinc, which uh, will uh, not replicate the spike protein in the vaccine. So I feel badly that people are getting sick. And why would you take a flu vaccine? Because it's known that you will then get the flu. You take a vaccine for pneumonia, you get pneumonia. It just goes on and on. You take the shingles vaccine, you get the shingles. You know, we're in a depopulation mode right now, a mode of deception of evil. So people need to wake up and trust God, not man. And it's a chase of money. So I feel badly that you're so sick. I'm 75. I'm all natural. I'm never sick. Praise God. I take my vitamins and my minerals. How, so, how many nurses? What else can we do? How many nurses feel as you feel? Well, I don't know because I left the field years ago. I saw so many children die of chemo, radiation, surgery. Not one of the children I took care of are living today. It's very sad. Yeah. This is an agenda of a depopulation and evil. Well, Teresa, thank you for your perspective. And, uh, 
The American people need to be informed about all these issues. You have information. The medical establishment has information. Pfizer, that's made billions and billions and billions of dollars, has its information. And then each individual American, without groupthink, needs to make its own decision about what to do and what not to do. I trust the individual judgment of literally hundreds of millions of Americans when it's their own health is at stake about what to do, what not to do. Thank you for your perspective. Let's go to Linda in upstate New York. Linda, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. And Linda, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Teresa is is right on. I wanted to say, similar to what she said, um, I've studied the dangers of vaccination for the last 20 years. And um, I've learned a lot from caring doctors like she spoke about, like Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Len Horowitz. Um, Dr. Mercola, you know, on and um, there's, and um, it's it gets very very interesting. But I have quotes like from Kissinger saying that once the sheep accept mandatory vaccinations, it's game over, you know. And he um, he said it was at a eugenics meeting of the World Health Organization, and and then he said, and many of you in the room today are investors, and it's a win-win. They pay for their own extermination, and um, and we profit off of it. How come there's 8 billion people uh, in the world today more than ever before? How come the American population outside of illegal immigration on the southern border continues to increase? Well, they're trying to they're trying to cut that back. They don't they're trying to sterilize people. And I believe that they have done that to some degree. Um, it's, it, there is a depopulation agenda, and this right. is part of their. They profit. They have patents. Oh, like and I, there's no question, Lynn. There's serious money being made. But uh, I rely upon the doctors that I trust who personally treat me, and I have great confidence in them. Let's continue with more. Line becomes available, 866-647-7337. Bill Cunningham, the great American, live with you every Sunday night. Reds fans, single game tickets are on. matters, I think a celebrity basketball player has more value to Joe Biden than a U.S. Marine. Also, I would note that a judge recently ruled, what's it about Virginia? That a former female Virginia Tech women's soccer player can continue her lawsuit. Can I say her anymore? Her lawsuit against a former coach after she, can I say she anymore? She was allegedly benched and pressured to leave the team for declining to kneel to show support for social justice demonstrations. Kirsten Henning can continue to sue. She did not buy into the Black Lives Matter agenda and did not want to kneel, and she was encouraged to quit the team. So I guess inclusivity includes discrimination, much like a Virginia restaurant. To be inclusive, you must exclude Christians from dining there. Sounds like inclusivity to me, doesn't it? Let's continue with your calls. Three lines open. 866-647-7337. Bill Cunningham with you every Sunday night.
This year, escape from holiday stress and get the sleep you need with Casper's best offer ever. Right now, save up to $800 on our supportive cozy mattresses like the original hybrid, our highest rated mattress, and our wave hybrid snow mattress that helps you sleep six degrees cooler. You'll find extra savings on select soft goods like the sheets and pillowcases and weighted blankets. Join over 2 million happy sleepers and save $800 on mattresses when you shop at Casper. Exclusion supply. See casper.com slash promo. Did you know that you can save up to half on your wireless plan when you switch to Consumer Cellular? They offer unlimited talk and text. Radio app. Download it. Download it now. by Choice Hotels. Econolodge and Roadway Inn Hotels are serving up double points for every qualifying stay. Book at choicehotels.com. Now, here's the man who's been recognized as radio's best. The recipient of not one, but two prestigious Marconi Awards for his broadcast excellence. The one and only, Bill Cunningham. Lastly on this topic, I have access to no more information than you have access to the same information when it comes to vaccines and things of that character, whether to get the flu vaccine or not, I'm not sure there's an RSV vaccine. I have my doubts. I don't know. And uh, it's the same thing with COVID. I, I have access to a bunch of information, but it's the same access that you have as one individual American to the same information. I watch as much as I can. I read as much as I can. I'm a news junkie when it comes to that, that stuff. I'm like Sean Hannity. The best there is, the best there ever was at jointly radio and television is Sean Hannity. Rush is the greatest of all time in radio. He's up there in my book with Paul Harvey. Good day. But he didn't make it in TV. And Bill O'Reilly had fabulous success on TV, but he didn't make it in radio. Not the way Sean Hannity does. So we talk often, text often. I think we're somewhat together in this regard that we have no inside scoop from the so-called experts that you have no access to. What I do in all these issues, I think about that one doctor, what's her, Tenpenny, something like that. She thinks the vaccine, Sherry Tenpenny, she thinks the vaccine makes one magnetic, whatever it might be. I'll tell you who I rely upon. When uh, I make an appointment with medical doctors that I respect, and that I have years of experience with. Many times I socialize with them. I know who they are. I know where they work. I know where they went to school. I read some of the papers they've written. I speak to other patients. And like Dr. Fisher at uh, the Christ Hospital, the legendary, uh, the great Greek, Dean Kariakis, and uh, Dr. Jeffrey Ann Sweeney and others, I know them. I won't say they're friends of mine. I think Kariakis is a friend of mine. I had the honor of presenting him the Tree of Life Award from uh, Prime Minister Ben Garion uh, from uh, Israel, uh, the uh, one of the founders of the great state of Israel. And so uh, when, when I gave him the Tree of Life Award from the state of Israel, I felt honored he selected me to do it. 
So, nonetheless, when I read, when I watch, when I listen, and it comes to a personal health issue that I confront not as a media mogul, but as a person, believe it or not, I'm a person. I'm like you, I'm a person. And when I have trust and faith in certain doctors that I have long uh, been with, and they tell me to do certain things, and I ask them, have you done that? And they tell me yes, and I trust them. I will rely upon the advice of medical professionals that I have a long history with, that I trust, that I know where they live. I know they're going to be there tomorrow. They're going to, they were here today. They're going to be there yesterday. They're well-respected in the business. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And when I had my big decision to make about TAVR, transcatheter aortic valve replacement, Dr. Dean Kariakis and Dr. Jeffrey Ann Sweeney and Dr. Stewart and others at the Christ Hospital in Cincinnati, Ohio, went over the fact that they had done about a 1,000 of these TAVRs and the risks, the up, the down, the in, the out, what's possible, what's not possible. And part of the thing that I signed is that when it comes to future vaccines or other treatments, that I will follow the recommendations of those doctors because I'm in, a, uh, I'm in a trial, I'm in a test, a five-year proceeding. And part of the thing that I signed my name to was the fact that I would take vaccines if recommended by the doctors. And damn it, I keep my word. And so I did. Now, if the great American had not had the TAVR, and if I not promised, gave my word that I will follow what they tell me to do so they have good objective criteria, for others similarly situated, I probably would have taken one or two of the vaccines, and that's it. Because I tend to be healthy, and I when I get vaccines, I don't have a negative reaction, as many do. The people's judge, my wife, has a terrible time with vaccines. In fact, she has to schedule them. Three days thereafter, she's horizontal, and i got to care for her which I happily do. But the great American, I, I don't have negative reaction to any of these things. So when I go to my doctor, who I've been with for about 20 years, and he tells me it's time for your pneumonia shot, it's time for your, uh, it might be a vaccine of one type or another, it's time to, uh, to do this or that, the list. It's time for a colonoscopy or it's time for another blood test, or it's time we have to do a, an echocardiogram because you said you would submit. I said, okay, I gave my word, I'll do it. Now, that's not an excuse, but it's a reason as to why I do what I did. So when I get calls, the last two uh, great listeners of mine who are females, for them, they said they would not do it. I said, great, it's your life. Live your life by the definitions and the parameters that you set to live your life. Got no problem with it. It's within the 20-yard line of life. 
I like to stay on the right side of things. I'm a conservative. Uh, I tend to be a little moderate when it comes to social issues. But when it comes to fiscal matters and government control of our lives and mandates, I'm a conservative's conservative. And so I don't want to be taken to task for anyone. I don't care what you think about my health other than giving me good tidings, saying some prayers for me. I'm good with that. But, but God bless you. But when it comes time for me to make personal decisions about my health, I'm going to make those decisions, up or down, in or out, that I've said I would make and that is good for me. Get my pneumonia shot, get my shingle shot, whatever it is. If my doctor says, you ought to do it, and I'll say, Dr. Fisher, uh, Dr. David Fisher, Dr. Dean Kariakis, Dr. Uh, Jeffrey Ann Sweeney, uh, have you done that? And they truthfully tell me, yes, I think you should do it. I'll say, okay, I'll do it because I don't have negative reactions to these things. I did get the flu shot November the 4th, and about uh, two and a half weeks later, I was horizontal for three to four days. And the reason I had my hallucinations, which I've shared with you, is an excessive amount of codeine that I should not have taken in that nuclear-powered cough medicine given to me by Dr. Fisher. I should have measured it out. But for some reason, I took a swig. Shouldn't have done it. And my heart raced, and I had those other ideations, which is fine. But if you consider vaccines to be wrong for whatever reason, they got zinc in them. It could cause you to become magnetic. It's not necessary. They make you sick. Whatever the reason, I'm, I'm good. Hey, live your life. Do. I think the majority viewpoint is they're, they're good and they're efficient. And that's why America is in better shape than communist red China that doesn't have the mRNA vaccines. So, so, so that's the reason. So whatever it is, it is live your life the way that you want to live your life. I have no objection, whatever it might be. And I know it's controversial, but I'll say this in a civil context. If a man and a man and a woman and a woman, uh, you know, gay marriage, want to get married, it is now completely legal in all 50 states. Have at it. Uh, It's not a lifestyle that I would want to lead. And whether it's right or wrong in a moral or religious context, it's between you and God Almighty, not between you and me. So I'm a live and let live kind of a guy. I'm like a Hannity or a Wayne Allen Root or a Kevin Jackson. Uh, I think... It's not for me, but if, if it's for you, doesn't affect me. Have at it. When it comes to government control and fiscal issues, then I got a problem. That's why abortion is not a sacrament, and abortion involves a third party. It's the mother, the father, and the unborn baby. That unborn baby is in a u- unique expression of God's love from the moment of conception till natural death. And uh, I draw the line when it comes to abortion because there's another baby. There's another life involved. And now the Democratic Party can hang its hat and anchor itself to the killing of unborn babies is beyond me. Don't get it. Don't understand it. That's kind of where I am. And uh, you may disagree. You may agree. Unlike Twitter, before Elon Musk took over, I don't censor your opinion. 
Let all opinions be heard that individual Americans hearing disparity of thought can pick and choose based upon available evidence which ones are most suitable in your life. So often I hear opinions that I disagree with. Let them be heard. No insults, no condemnation, no recrimination, no unnecessary objectification, no yelling, no screaming. It's up to you. Live your life in ways that you find most acceptable. Many will not get further vaccines because every time they take a vaccine, they almost die. Friends and family have taken the vaccine two or three times, and they'd rather, they say, get COVID than get the illness from the, from the shot itself. Hey, you understand what you're doing? It's your life. Live it. Have at it. And don't tell me that uh, a mother generally cannot control whether she, not he, whether she gets pregnant or not. It's called not having that kind of sex that produces a child. Or it's called, how about birth control pills? How about the morning after? You know, whatever the reason. There is a unique genetic person growing inside you that over 99% of the time you voluntarily put there. Now, I agree with your friend and mine, Sean Hannity, that uh, when it comes to rape and incest, that was an involuntary act. But from my perspective, that is still a human being and the great sacrifice a mother would make to give the child up for adoption or otherwise raise the child to give it to a, a parent, a grandparent. It's a great sacrifice. That is a child, in my opinion. And certainly by the time there's a heartbeat, Certainly, by 16 to 20 weeks, that is certainly a human being. And how a mother could get a sonogram and look at that little peanut head and say, I'm going to kill my baby is beyond me, beyond me completely. All right, I'm done orating. Let's continue. If a line becomes available, 866-647-7337. As we continue, calls from San Diego and Cincinnati and Columbus and New Hampshire and Austin. And Florida, all Bill Cunningham with you every Sunday night. When my little girl has a stuffy nose, she just can't rest. Mom! And neither can I. So I use Vixinex Children's Saline Nasal Mist to instantly clear her mucus right at the source. It provides fast, drug-free relief from everyday stuffy noses. <sighs> it's relief for both of us. Vixinex Children's Saline. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. I'm Tamron Hall. Why give your family just ordinary eggs when they can enjoy the best? Eggland's Best. The only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste plus superior nutrition compared to ordinary eggs. With six times more vitamin D, ten times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 38% more lutein. Because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Paz Pain Relieving. Hi, Billy Cunningham. Let's continue with uh, Marcy in San Diego. The Padres are spending money like drunken sailors on shore leave. Marcy, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. And Marcy, go ahead. Hi, it's about the border, but first... Yeah, yes. 
that was a that was a classic near death experience that you had. I have a book with thousands of flatliners reporting the same thing. Um, the the um, immunity. Two simple things anybody can take are elderberry pills. It's yeah. a supplement. Yeah. Powerful uh, immunity and also bee pollen capsules. Yes. Powerful immunity. Now about the border. Now before you get ago, hold on before you hold on, hold on Marcy, Marcy before you get to the, before you get to the board I'm asking you a question about near death. Is it positive or negative that the vestiges or shall I say the remembrances you have are positive or negative about where you're going to go? Uh, no, it's just a simple. They all say you judge yourself. You judge your your deeds and your actions, and nobody's judging you. And you decide what level that you're going to. And there are different levels up there. Some call it purgatory. I think they call it seven different levels. And the highest one is heaven, of course. Right. And that you progress. The psychics say that we all progress. We we come back here till we get it right and improve. And those who have done mass murder, they're they're oh. infant souls. They haven't been around very many times. Now about the border. Go ahead. A few years ago, a girl was going around knocking on doors here. Could you teach me to drive? Could you teach me to drive? And I asked my neighbor, "What's going on? We all learned to drive in the uh, driver's ed." She says, "Oh, that hasn't been free in the school for years." Right. No, no, no. So then I'm a radio listener. This guy calls in the radio and he said, my daughter wanted to take art. And they said, oh, it's no, no longer available. So he researched things out. He said, I found, found out that with all the illegals here uh, and the manpower it takes to teach all these people English, all, all the uh, extra things um, that you might want to take, like art or um, music, uh, extra, uh, it, it, it's, it's all been eliminated or watered down, and, um, uh, and it's not good with all these people uh, sucking off the system. Now, that's not even mentioning all the benefits that they get. And this country is being brought to its knees, and it breaks my heart. I'm 79 years old, but I, I'm thinking about the younger generation. What are we leaving to them? It's not going to be good. And I don't know how people are voting for this. And when Biden was running, I saw it at 5 o'clock. They asked him, what about the border? Oh, I'm not going to stop them from coming in. I'm not going to tell them not to come. What about the uh, oil? Oh, uh, that's going to be out. Uh, right. No, that's no definitely going no to be drilling. out. No he, more drilling. He said that. I watched it at 5 o'clock. I watched it at 11 o'clock. Now, uh, anybody could vote for this. That's why so many people suspect that there was cheating. Either a lot of people got drunk on election day, or there was a lot of uh, cheating going on. Or, uh, but but some, something happened because I am absolutely convinced that Trump did get elected, and uh, something's got to be done about this school business. You know, one thing to consider as an American is that there was a story out of uh, Brever Brevard County, Brevard County, Florida in which dozens and dozens of teachers have quit because of the behavior of the students. I cannot imagine what the teachers go through in places like Jackson, Mississippi, or Chicago, Illinois, or Los Angeles, or San Francisco public schools, 
Portland is in complete collapse, or Seattle, or Baltimore, or New York City, Boston. I cannot imagine the behavior of uh, especially uh, teenage students. The teenage daycare is what it is. What's being taught? In Brevard County, Florida, dozens of teachers have said, we can't take it anymore. The behavior of the students are completely out of control. There's, there's track meet races in between classes. There's simulated sexual acts committed in school, and maybe some of the acts are not simulated. The testing is horrible, terrible. On the other hand, in suburban districts and Catholic schools, education keeps on getting on. It's okay. I do not know. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. How Democratic voters in Chicago can keep voting for Democrats to put them in charge of an utterly dysfunctional public school system in which there's no education. All it is is teenage daycare or young adult daycare in which social promotion is the order of the day. And academic excellence doesn't exist. But year after year after year, Democratic voters in those areas keep the same party in power. Let's continue with more. Interesting stuff coming up. Robert Ballot is an attorney that was on a story in New York Times in a movie about forever chemicals in the soil. Later on is Kevin Jackson, KevinJacksonNetwork.com. Bill Cunningham with you every Sunday night. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. Keeping pace with the Ravens. With the 1130 report, I'm Sean McCormick. Breaking now, the Bengals, 23-10 winners over the Cleveland Browns Sunday, are keeping pace with the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC North. The Ravens, a 16-14 winner in Pittsburgh, and the Bengals are atop the division, both at 9-4. and four. Bengals head coach Zach Taylor. This team just kept finding a way, you know, and, and I've got confidence these players are going to step up. And, you know, we, we really lost T in warm-ups. Uh, we lost TB on the second play of the game offensively. And, and guys just stepped up, knew what to do. There had to be a lot of modifications, but but we settled in and found, the, found a way to move the ball, and that's really because our defense allowed us to. The Bengals travel to Tampa Bay for a 425 game next Sunday. The latest weather from the forecasters at 9 News overnight, mostly cloudy skies, a low of 34. Your Monday, partly to mostly cloudy skies at a high of 45. And in the evening, partly cloudy, a low of 28. Tuesday, some sun in the morning, otherwise mostly cloudy by afternoon, an high of 48. Radar is clear right now. It is currently 42 degrees. For the second game in a row at Paycor Stadium, Cincinnati police are saying two men allegedly are trying to scam fans into thinking they're collecting donations for cancer. Officers aren't sure just how much the two men have collected so far and whether they've actually been active for more than just the past two games. 
Police have identified a suspect in the shooting death of a Cincinnati man yesterday in Covington. Antoine Mulder was shot and killed just before 8 a.m. on West 21st Street. Police are looking for 28-year-old Danny Terrell White. He should be considered armed and dangerous and should not be approached. If you can help locate him, call Crime Stoppers at 352-3040. Our next update is at 12 o'clock. I'm Sean McCormick, News Radio 700, WLW. Do you know a special woman who deserves nothing but the best for the holidays? This Christmas, spoil her with soft... Billy Cunningham, the great American, and Robert Ballot is an attorney and an expert on the chemicals that have been pumped into our environment by DuPont, 3M, and others. He's been selected as the attorney of the year many, many times by every uh, AB and other group. He's also author of the book, which is uh, Exposure, Poison Water, Corporate Greed, and One Lawyer's 20-Year Battle Against DuPont. Also the subject of a movie called Dark Water, star starring Mark Ruffalo. And first of all, Robert Ballot, welcome to the show. But can you explain to the American people what are the PFOAs and what is what are the PO, PFOSs that dominate everything everything in our environment? Sure. First of all, thanks so much for having me on. Um, what we're talking about these these chemicals that you may hear referred to nowadays as forever chemicals. It's a it's a family of chemicals called PFAS, P-F-A-S, completely man-made toxic chemicals that were invented right around World War II and over the last 70, 80 years have been pumped into all kinds of different products, everything from stain-resistant, waterproof clothing, carpeting, fast food wrappers and packaging, computer chips, firefighting foam, Teflon, Scotchgard, you name it. <laughs> And um, these chemicals, um, unfortunately, once they get out into the environment, they, they don't break down. Uh, they essentially never go away. Uh, that's why you hear them referred to now as forever chemicals. Um, and unfortunately, the companies making these chemicals, as you indicated, 3M, DuPont, others, you know, knew these chemicals were, were incredibly toxic persistent, bioaccumulative, could cause cancer, knew this going back decades, but unfortunately um, withheld that information, covered it up from regulators, from, from scientists, from the public um, for, for decades, and only um, through litigation over the last, uh, gosh, almost 24 years now, has that information finally made its way out to the rest of the public, and now we realize these chemicals are contaminating the entire planet. They're found in drinking water, in soil, in air, um, and, then, and most disturbingly, in the blood of almost every person on the planet. Babies are born pre-polluted with this stuff. It's falling in the rain. So, I mean, it's, it's a massive, um, pretty unprecedented global uh, contamination uh, problem that has only recently come to light. Um, and I've been working trying to get information out to people about this public health threat for many years now. And Robert, I assume there's nothing. If you lay on a couch, if you wear clothes, if you drink water, no matter where it is, you're exposed to, to these special uh, PFO, PFOAs and PFOSs. It began about a quarter century ago with a guy named Wilbur Tennant. His last name was Tennant of uh, Parkersburg, West Virginia. His cattle were dying, and the farm was downstream from a landfill where DuPont had been dumping hundreds of tons of these uh, forever chemicals for a long time. And you got involved in this 25 years ago. 
And uh, what happened to the cattle of Mr. Wilbur Tennant that started the entire litigation process? That's right. Uh, you know, Mr. Tennant called me. This is back in 1998, trying to figure out what was happening to his cows. He was raising cattle on property outside of Parkersburg, West Virginia, and he was noticing white foam coming into a creek flowing through his property. And it was coming out of a landfill right next to his property owned by the DuPont Chemical Company. Um, and this is in the late 90s, and he was watching his animals get sicker and sicker. They were developing tumors. Their teeth were turning black, mm. birth defects, stillborn calves. And it wasn't just the cows. It was the, the fish, the birds, the turkeys, the deer. And eventually the animals started just dropping dead. Um, by the time he called me trying to get help to figure out what was happening, in 1998, he'd lost over 100 of these animals. Um, and it was in that case that we took on. Um, you know, I, at the time, I, I was helping chemical companies. I was representing big companies, you know, navigate all of these different federal and state environmental laws. So not really the kind of case I typically handled, but my mom was from Parkersburg. And so when I, when this, this gentleman actually got my name from my grandmother who was talking to his neighbor. So, you know, that family connection, I agreed to take a look into this. And by taking that case on, that's how we found out any of these chemicals really even existed. Because DuPont um, was using one of these chemicals called PFOA in making Teflon. Hmm. right down the road from Mr. Tennant's property and um, was was dumping thousands of tons of sludge soaked with that chemical into the landfill. And that's what was seeping out, causing this white foam. And when we finally figured that out, we realized it wasn't, unfortunately, Mr. just Mr. Tennant's cows and his property. This stuff was contaminating drinking water and blood all over the planet. In fact, not just West Virginia, you're talking about California, Ohio, Texas, Florida. In fact, Europe, Africa is filled with these PFOAs, these forever chemicals. And I guess as an yeah. American, I want to know whether 3M, DuPont, etc., at the time these were developed and put in every product conceivable, did they know it was cancer-causing at the time, or when did the light go on with them? Yeah, that's the really disturbing part of this whole story. Uh, you go back into these documents and you find out that these companies, you know, they started doing animal studies, toxicity testing on this stuff back in the 60s. You know, Teflon was, was launching in the United States around 1961. So, you know, some, they started doing these animal studies. This is before the U.S. EPA even existed. EPA didn't, it didn't come out until 1970. So uh, the, the companies were doing a lot of these studies, and unfortunately, um, by the 60s, they knew that this stuff was really toxic, causing all kinds of adverse effects in different animals, monkeys, rabbits, dogs. You know, monkeys were dropping dead. Then by the 70s, they knew it was getting into the general population's blood. That's really the disturbing part of this. By the 80s, they knew this stuff uh, was causing cancer in the laboratory animals. So, uh, you know, it was unfortunately they knew about this going back many decades, um, but simply didn't share that information with the government, with regulators, with the scientists, with all of us, uh, you know, the people that were using these products. Um, and it wasn't until Mr. Tennant, uh, you know, with his cows dying in West Virginia, which led to a, a lawsuit there, that we were able to see these in, in these documents and start to provide that information about this health threat. Otherwise, you know, this, this stuff had been covered up from all of us for decades. Well, two questions come to my mind is, one, how do we avoid uh, this? 
uh, here we are in December of 2022. How do we avoid it? And, and secondly, how do we get rid of it? Can you answer the second question first? How do you get these out of the environment? Well, luckily, the, the, the chemicals we know the most about, the, the two in this class that we've done the most studies on, the ones that have what we call eight carbons attached to fluorine, or C8s, those are the PFOA used in Teflon, PFOS used in Scotchgard and firefighting foams. Those C8 chemicals, those can be fairly effectively taken out of drinking water. So with big carbon filtration systems, public water supplies can take it out, but it's expensive. Um, but right now, people are still struggling trying to figure out, well, how do we get it out of the soil? How do we get it out of plants and animals? And most importantly, how do we get it out of people? Because once people are exposed to these chemicals, it gets in us, stays in our blood, circulates throughout our whole body for years, and it builds up. It doesn't just stay there. It builds up over time. So it's persistent and bioaccumulative. So you've got scientists all over the world scrambling, trying to figure out, you know, we, we know we can at least start to get it out of the water, but how do we get it out of the rest of the planet? And particularly when, as the science is developing, we're finding that these chemicals, you know, can cause all kinds of different human health problems from cancer to, to impaired immune function, possibly even decreasing effectiveness of vaccines, you know, which is a scary thought when you think here's chemicals. Here are chemicals that are in drinking water all over the planet, in the blood of people all over the planet that could be having these kinds of effects. So we're, we're even finding these things are in the rain all over, you know, on polar Arctic uh, ice caps and polar bears. So polar it's bears? a real, real problem for scientists. Well, I would assume you're saying they're forever chemicals for a reason and they're injurious to the continuance of a productive human life. We can't get them out of the air, the ground, the soil. Teflon, I can, I can see all the great commercials for decades about how Teflon is the substance. Nothing sticks to it. I can think of Scotchgard. Right. You wanted to buy a couch or a bed or whatever with Scotchgard and because that means it was easier to. Everything that the last 50, 60, 70 years have been infected with PFOAs, is the Camp Lejeune situation that we see all these advertisements about, is that one small part of the problem? Well, you know, Camp Lejeune that you're seeing all those ads about, those are, they're really focused on a different group of chemicals. But these, these chemicals are unfortunately um, used in things like firefighting foam. You know, the type of foam that was used um, to combat petroleum fires. So every fire station, every airport, every military base, you know, including up right pad up near Dayton. I mean, this stuff has been sprayed out onto the ground in training exercises or if there was an accident or a spill. I mean, this stuff has been used and sprayed out there in these foams for decades. But the people using it, the firefighters, the military personnel, they weren't told these bad chemicals were in the foam or be careful with it. And it's only now that we're realizing those chemicals were in these foams. And so you've got military bases, military personnel, firefighters, communities outside these, these bases that are discovering this stuff's gotten into the drinking water or it's gotten into, you know, into their blood. So you've got now uh, communities all over the U.S. that are trying to make sure that these companies that did this are held responsible for these costs. You know, we're representing states, including the state of Ohio and other states, uh, and water providers all over the country that are trying to make sure the companies that put these chemicals out there knowing this, 
you know, that knowing that these things would get out there and stay there and get into our water and get into our blood, that they ought to be the ones paying to clean this up, not all of us, not the taxpayers. Is we there enough money? You know, I mean, have... I can't imagine. We're talking hundreds of billions of dollars, I would think. is uh, Do these chemical companies, uh, DuPont, 3M, uh, Shemores, et cetera, do they have the money to pay these claims? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, you know, that's uh, one of the things that's a concern right now, because, for example, let's take DuPont. You know, when, when the story finally started to come out, you know, when you had the movie Dark Waters or there's a documentary, The Devil We Know, or the book Exposure came out, and people started realizing this was happening when these cases uh, first went to trial here in Columbus, you know, right up, right up the river in Columbus, where DuPont was held liable for having caused cancer in people that drank this in their, in their water along the Ohio River. DuPont spun off its entire Teflon business into a whole new company called Camours. But people say, you know, they, they set it up without enough money to even survive. And Camours then sues DuPont saying, hey, you, you created us to take all your liabilities, but we don't have enough money. And so the money is moving. What was left of DuPont merges with Dow Chemical and splits into three new companies. And meanwhile, all of the money gets moved away. So you, you've got a real problem now that as all of us are finding out this is happening and you know, you're realizing the scope and the expense of what it's going to take to clean this up, these companies are trying to move their money and divert their assets away. So it's a very disturbing situation. And the worst part is these are moms and dads and husbands and wives and grandparents who for decades knew they were creating substances that made life a bit more convenient to have your eggs not stick to a, uh, a skillet or maybe to uh, have right. a couch right. that is not uh, make it more flame retardant and make it uh, make it stain resistant. I mean, these are small items in the but they knew at the time they did it it was going to cause millions of people to have cancer. I look at this one independent study; they found that there's a probable link between PFOAs. Kidney cancer, testicular cancer, ovarian cancer, thyroid cancer, high cholesterol, ulcerative colitis, plus other forms of cancer. And uh, the damage is you've been quite successful in damage awards. Have you collected these monies or are the monies moving so quickly by the chemical companies you can't locate it? Well, fortunately, we were able to get uh, compensation for the people in the mid-Ohio Valley, you know, right up outside of Parkersburg. About uh, We had about 70,000 people that had this um, pumped into their drinking water for, for decades that we were able to, res um, to, to resolve those cases. We had about 3,500 of those people that had developed one of those diseases you just mentioned, kidney cancer, testicular cancer, ulcerative colitis, thyroid disease. And those were the cases we took to trial. We won every trial against DuPont when they then decided they'd settle those. So we were able to get about a little over $750 million so far for the people in that community. But unfortunately, you know, the DuPont and 3M and other companies are, are fighting this responsibility 
elsewhere across the country, you know, where these chemicals are turning up now in California, New York, Alaska, uh, you know, Germany, Italy, you name it. Um, the, as the liability expands, um, it's unfortunately an ongoing battle to hold them responsible here. Is there hope in the future as far as uh, the financial matters to the side? What about hope medically, environmentally? Robert Ballot, can you give us any hope? Yeah, I think one of the the really positive things when you take a step back and look at this story and you realize, you know, it took a long time for this story to make its way out and for the public to to, to see this, you know, again through movies like Dark Waters, um, you know, that that hey, this actually happened. And as as that story has come out, um what we've seen is um not only, you know, do you have uh, cases where we're able to hold these companies responsible and get people compensated, but Laws are changing. You know, we're starting to actually address this public health threat. And it really shows the power of people standing up, speaking out, saying, hey, maybe this isn't the way we ought to be doing this. Yeah. Maybe this isn't the way we ought to be regulating chemicals. Maybe we ought to be holding these folks responsible. You know, don't use us as guinea pigs. Don't use the public to see how many people get cancer over the next 30 years. You know, let's 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 require this to be addressed before people get sick. So, you know, the story is really, I think, had a um, shows that the positive impact of people saying. Yeah, even somebody like Wilbur Tennant, a, a, a farmer uh, raising cattle in West Virginia, can take on one of the biggest companies in the in the world, take on the U.S. regulatory system, the the legal system, and and, and actually fix things and start to get things changed. So I think there is um, a real positive story here that that it's this is a bad situation, but what now that we know about it, things are getting are getting better how do the american people get a hold of you if they have a claim whatever it might be uh i know this is happening as we speak it, it's just it's unbelievable these forever chemicals that they knew it was going to cause millions of human beings to have cancer and they did it for profit but uh, how, how could the american people do something get a hold of you well, I am I am still at the Taft Law Firm, Taft, Stathias, and Hollister in Cincinnati, in Northern Kentucky. I've been here now 32 years. You can reach me through our firm's website, taftlaw.com. I'd be happy to talk to folks because, um, uh, again, you know, it's important that people understand this is happening, <laughs> that this has happened, um, so that we can take steps now to try to minimize exposures, to make sure this gets cleaned up, and to, to, to protect public health here. Uh, taftlaw.com. Robert Ballot, B like in boy, I-L-O-T-T, Robert Ballot, TaftLaw.com. And uh, Robert, uh, first of all, ha happy holidays and Merry Christmas, and thanks for informing the American you people. You too. And thank you for coming on the Thanks Bill so Cunningham much. Show. Thank you. Bill Cunningham, the Great American, live with you every Sunday night. Amazing to me, almost suffering from the Stockholm Syndrome, how many liberal voters in urban areas live in terrible circumstances, but they keep the party in power that caused those circumstances to occur. It's called the Stockholm Syndrome. Kevin Jackson is next. Bill Cunningham with you every Sunday night. This year, escape from holiday stress. News Radio 700 WLW. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now.
to you by Choice Hotels. Econo Lodge and Roadway Inn Hotels are serving up double points for every qualifying stay. Book at choicehotels.com. Now, here's the man who's been recognized as radio's best. The recipient of not one, but two prestigious Marconi Awards for his broadcast excellence. The one and only... Bill Cunningham. Bill Cunningham, the great American with Kevin Jackson of the KevinJacksonNetwork.com, radio talk show host and author. And Kevin Jackson, I love uh, interacting with you and up and on for about two months, which is my fault. And I want to have like a year in review kind of in December here. But uh, first of all, give me your take on uh, the uh, the dinner that President Trump invited Kanye West, which is always a serious mistake. I think Kanye is having some sort of mental crisis. He's, he's got to be paranoid, schizophrenic, with uh, effective components. I've done some psychiatric work in the past. There's something wrong with that guy. He, he is up and he's down. God knows how he ever married Kim Kardashian. He's paying $200,000 a month in child support. So the guy's got to be a billionaire. Give me your take on the dinner with his Fuentes character, who, by the way, I never heard of. Supposedly, he's a well-known conservative. And uh, I, until this thing broke, I'm not looking him up. I don't care. He's 24 years old. He appears to be a white supremacist. He appears to be a goofball. I want, want nothing to do with the guy. But the media always relates to what Trump had for dinner. Did he have fried chicken in front of a black guy? Uh, what about Fuentes? Where's Fuentes? White supremacy. Was there a swastika put inside the Star of David? And I'm thinking, don't we have important stuff in this country we should be concerned about other than the dinner menu at Mar-a-Lago? Well, you know, this is more of the the idea that they've got to destroy Trump. They they try to do it, you know, by obviously defeating him in this coup that occurred in 2020. But once they got rid of him, they had to just kill – they had to hang him in effigy. And this whole thing, I mean, this case that they've got where he's tax evader, right, and he's got to pay his taxes again. Whatever Trump did, I guarantee you, 30 percent, if not 90 percent of the members of Congress are all doing the same thing. Most business people are doing the same thing. But Trump's got to be made an, an issue. And this dinner is a perfect example because, see, what you don't understand, Willie, is that Trump is a white nationalist who dines with black people. Now, I know that sounds weird. Say that. But he's a white nationalist who dines with black people and also has Jewish grandchildren, but he's a white Correct. nationalist. Yeah, Jeez. so you're only bolstering the idea of just how big of a white nationalist and a white supremacist he is who actually befriends a black dude who brings a guy to dinner who's supposed to be a white nationalist, by the way, Billy, hanging out with uh, Willie, hanging out with a, a black guy, and who has a surname that's Hispanic. <laughs> so this is how ridiculous the story is. Yeah. Because I don't know many white nationalists who are named Fuentes. <laughs> I, you know, they, they go by nicknames like Bubba, <laughs> but they don't have names like Fuentes. So the idea, look, I, I want to say this because I, I want people to understand a couple of things. One, when we're talking about this, we're not standing up for Trump. I don't care what Trump does. He's right. a big boy. He's a billionaire. He can yeah. stand up for himself. Right. But what I do want to point out is if you think they're going after Trump, you're wrong. They're going after everybody who supported Trump. They're going after the MAGAs, who they call the maggots on Twitter. They hate that we got Trump elected and we disrupted the system that was in place that we are now finding out about because of Elon Musk. And so whatever Trump does, it's, it's illuminated 
to a degree that, you know, it's hotter than the sun, even though on it, just based on common sense, how much of a white nationalist can Donald Trump be or a white supremacist when he's dining with a black man? <laughs> who is the person who brought the guy who's got a, Mex a Hispanic surname? It's ridic so ridiculous. I don't even know how we're talking about it, but yeah. we are. And the other thing, Kevin Jackson, is whenever this is brought up, which is too infrequently, too frequently, that Nick Fruenes is always introduced as a well-known conservative and a well-known white... Have you ever, until two, a week I, or two, okay. ever hear of him? I know where you're going. Have you ever... I, I, I'm telling you right now, I've heard of him, you know, tangentially. I don't know who this... If this kid walked up and tried to kick me in the crotch, I wouldn't know him. No, I... So, I, I I don't think most people know him. No, most conservatives don't. But they have to create these straw men to knock down to demonstrate that if you continue to support Donald Trump, then you're a white supremacist. Then somehow right. you hate Jewish folks, you hate black folks. If you support Donald Trump, and they keep doing it. Well, two years after the last election, and he lost, and Biden is the president. We have situations in Philadelphia where gas station owners in Philadelphia have to hire off-duty Philadelphia cops in Kevlar in uniform to stand there with AR-15s to guard people pumping gas. We have the oh, CEO yeah. of Walmart who, who said the other day on Squawk Box with my friend Joe Kernan that they're losing about $3 billion a year at Walmart yep. on shoplifting, and they're going to yep. shut down Walmart they're stores. They're down stores. And they're, we yeah, can't they're, gonna, do, they're we, looking at closing stores. We got serious we problems. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, but before we pivot off that, let's, let's, let's contrast Trump. And let's look at what's going on with Joe Biden and what we're learning from Twitter. That the DOJ colluded with media, social media, and the Democrats in order to suppress a story about a guy who we know for a fact did some illegal business yeah. with Burisma in Ukraine, with the Russians, with oligarchs, and with the Chinese. We, there's no question. We know the laptop was real. We know they, the FBI had it since 2019. They could, they could have easily vetted the story and said, indeed, it's real. And we see the cover-up, and there's nothing. But we know that Trump went to dinner with this white nationalist that nobody knows. And meanwhile, back at the ranch, we got people in Philadelphia having to get armed guards. We've got stores that are shutting down, not just Walmart. We've got people pulling out of San Francisco, the Walgreens and the CVSs and people like this that provide a real convenience for older people who need to get access to their drugs and have convenient you know, access to uh, pharmacies. And they're all pulling out. We have prices going up with inflation. And what this guy's telling you is that that $3 billion a year he's losing, I'm going to have to jack the prices up. And the people that are going in there doing it, playing it by the book, are going to, are going to eat the cost. The taxpayers are going to eat the cost. So this is the world we live in. And this is the good news, by the way. I know people are going, Kev, bring me some good news, baby. Yeah. I'm bringing it to you. The good news is 
You can cheat in elections. You can elect brain-dead morons as presidents. You can elect brain-damaged people and senators in Pennsylvania. Fetterman. And you can elect uh, people that don't even want to debate in, as governors of Arizona. But at the end of the day, inflation is still going to be hitting people. Crime is, crime is still going to be hitting people. The lack of education of, of, of these kids and this woke generation is going to be confronting you daily. You're not going to be able to run away as Democrats from the carnage that you're creating with all this cheating. And the only question is, when is it going to bite you? Well, it's only a matter of time. And I don't know. I mean, I look around the world, Kevin Jackson, and, and rightfully so. I see Ukraine using American drones to bomb Russian airplanes and Russian airports. I look at Iran, who is selling these high-tech drones to, uh, to Russian forces to be used against the Ukrainians. Uh, I look at our southern border in complete collapse. The other day, the president was in Phoenix and refused to helicopter to the border to highlight the difficulties there. He said it's you know, more important things to worry about. I look, oh, 100, yeah. 125,000 Americans die every year of fentanyl heroin overdoses coming across the southern border. Life expectancy in America is down about two and a half years because of suicide. Something like one-third of men over the age, between the ages of 18 and 45, one-third of men are not working. They're doing something else other than working because the incentive to work is, is not so great that they can stay home and play video games. Uh, I look at cities in complete collapse. The, it was a list on some website uh, ending the year here in December that the 10 worst cities to live in were Chicago, Cleveland, Portland, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Atlanta, who, of course, Warnock had just elected back to the Senate, Philadelphia, New York City. And I looked at all those 10 worst cities because of crime, no public schools, uh, rampant uh, quality of life issues. It got to be in uh, your home or your apartment by dark. All those cities have been controlled by the Democratic Party for the last 10 to 100 years, and there's no hope of it getting better on the south side of Chicago or in Portland where homelessness is rampant. There's drug needles. So you can't find work. You can't send your kids to school. It's extremely dangerous. And we talk about Donald Trump having dinner with Nick Fuentes. Are you kidding right. me? <laughs> and not only that, um, what's her name? Uh, uh, Lori Lightfoot said, I deserve to be the mayor of Chicago. Right. I've done such a great report. job. <laughs> right. And look at look at the great job I've done, which by, I don't know if you saw the thing over the weekend, but they said I think there were 50 people attacked by a gang, by two separate gangs of anywhere from four to six blacks or three to five black guys, two different groups running, and they were attacking people on the west and the north side of Chicago, which happens to be the better parts of Chicago. And so it's not only it's no longer where bad, bad Leroy Brown got his butt kicked on the south side of Chicago or the east side. It's going to the other sides of Chicago where people, ordinary people, a woman was walking home with her 12 year old daughter or nine year old daughter. Sorry. And she gets robbed before she can get home. And, and, and she's probably thinking herself that she didn't get raped and robbed. So this is what the Jeez. Democrats are giving us. And they tell us, oh, you know, there was no Republican wave like that happened in Florida under Governor DeSantis, who I'm going to be with in a few few uh, weeks here. But the, 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 the wave didn't occur, and it only occurred in Florida. And everywhere else, people are thinking like us. It's only that crazy DeSantis. And then, by the way, anybody that thinks 
that the media, that the social media guys, all of them are going to be so kids' gloves with DeSantis. Just wait if he gets a nomination or if he becomes a player. Watch what they do to him. Oh. It'll be no different oh. than Trump. Oh. And let's see how he handles it. You know, I always like to use the argument, Kevin Jackson, of shoe on the other foot. Can you imagine in uh, December of 2019, the FBI uh, is given the laptop from hell that uh, is the roadmap to the Biden family corruption, and they sit on it now. We're on the three years sitting on it, and it somehow is uh, released or given about a month before the election to the New York Post, uh, the oldest daily paper in America, and a fabulous story is run. And then when it is so injurious to the uh, election of Joe Biden and so supportive of electing Donald Trump. About one-third of Biden voters have said that if they knew then what they know now about Joe Biden, they wouldn't have voted for him. Obviously, everyone figured out quickly, we got to suppress this thing in a hurry. So you had government agencies. You had uh, Christopher Ray, You had the Department of Justice going to Facebook and to Twitter and elsewhere, threatening them implicitly don't let people know this information. Keep it out of the newspaper. Don't put it on television, because if, if the people know the truth about the Biden family corruption, Donald Trump would be reelected, and we can't have that done. Can you imagine if the Trump family had exactly the same problems, what would the media have done with that a month before the election? You'd know all about it. You'd know all about it. But I got to tell you, the thing that should concern them, and, and I, I tip my hat to Elon Musk. The guy is a real strategist. I mean, he makes Trump look like a chili pimp when it comes to strategy. A chili pimp. Wait till you see. Wait till you see what else comes out. I mean, we're talking about the Hunter laptop right now, but why did Hillary Clinton go quiet on no. Twitter uh, recently? Because what do they have on her? What was her campaign asking for from the people when they when Twitter was completely run amok with leftism? I mean, you could speak freely in your in your tweets and stuff. I mean, in your not in your tweets, in your emails to them. You could tell them exactly what you needed, and they would say, "Yeah, we'll take care of that." What are we going to learn about that? What are we going to learn about the vaccine mm. effectiveness and what Fauci was doing? Mm. What are we going to learn about the, the Department of Justice and Ray in other areas, maybe around Russian collusion and things like this? This guy has the media. I'm going to tell you, there's going to be a huge change in how media performs going forward. And and Mari uh, Weiss and uh, I think I'm sorry, Barry Weiss and uh, uh, Taibbi, Matt Taibbi, yeah. are the two leading journalists right now in America because Elon Musk has said, I'm going to give these exclusives to you. How many other superstars is he going to be able to create? when he releases the next series of stories. And the next, this guy is Project Veritas on steroids. He is, um, w what's the guy that ran WikiLeaks? He's that guy on steroids. This is what, what he has now done is put a rip in the fabric of media and social media that they are not going to be able to fix. And I can't wait to see what he does as a strategist. The richest guy in the world <laughs> now exposing these folks. And, and I, my hope is that Elon Musk is getting a team of investigators, and he's putting one on every one of these congressmen mm. and senators, mm. uh, putting a team of them. So whatever these guys try to fight him back with, Elon Musk says, oh, yeah, you want to come at me? <laughs> Here's what I got on you. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. But up to this point, CBS, ABC, NBC have run a total of zero stories 
on the laptop from hell, which is the roadmap on Biden family corruption. Joe right. Biden, Hunter Biden, Jim Biden all have homes. They're wine dined and pocket lined on the coast. They're, they're rich and famous, tens of millions of dollars, not close to what Nancy Pelosi has made, which is three to four hundred million dollars. Uh, the media is complicit in this because sink the Bismarck, sink Trump. What did he have for dinner? Who were his dinner partners? What did he order for dessert? Did he get an appetizer? And how come to explode this into significance when America's got serious, serious problems? Serious and we're not problem. covering it, man, because uh, the media is going after only Donald Trump as if he's relevant to the lives of many Americans. Yeah, but, you know, the sad part, Billy, is that we're talking about um, we're talking about. A guy who could have easily, the, if the Republicans were supporting Trump, I'm not saying you, you buy into everything that he's saying, no. but you should at least say, okay, he's on our team. But the, it, it was, a, it, I hate to put it this way, but it's true. It's a uniparty against Donald Trump, against the rest of the people. Because while you might not like Trump, you have to like his results as president. The guy, was, he, he did a, a good job. So at the very least, take that and say, let's build on that. You don't have to like his personality, but what McConnell and team did was they, they went after the guy, sadly, and it is destroying the Republican Party at a time when we should be decimating the leftists. Look at Biden's results oh. and tell me that there's anybody who truly wants this guy to be president. Oh. I'm, I'm, take Trump out of the picture. Look at his results and tell me you're happy with him. That, that number is so bleak. It's almost worse than McConnell's ratings. Yeah. By the way, did you see McConnell and those guys at the uh, Capitol yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. shaking hands? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you what. Uh, he's not the president. Joe Biden is a putz. He's a puppet. Uh, he's a pimp. Someone's manipulating Joe Biden, and he's simply incapable of reading a teleprompter or thinking independently. Yep. I like to have an intelligence battle between John Fetterman and Joe Biden to see who wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got Kevin that, Jackson. That's a debate we probably yeah, all, all yeah. tune in to Beautiful. See. KevinJacksonNetwork.com. Once again, Merry Christmas. I know I shouldn't say it, but Merry Christmas and Happy New Year <laughs> to you and yours. Same to you, brother. Bill Cunningham, the Grand American, live with you every Sunday night. On the True Crime Reality Podcast, you'll hear the stars of shows like Real Housewives and The Bachelor talk about their encounters with mysterious people. And Dress and get the sleep you need with Casper's best offer ever. Right now, save up to $800 on our supportive cozy mattresses like the original Hybrid, our highest rated mattress, and our Wave Hybrid Snow Mattress that helps you sleep six degrees cooler. You'll find extra savings on select soft goods like the sheets and pillowcases and weighted blankets. Join over two million happy sleepers and save $800 on mattresses when you shop at Casper. Exclusion supply. See Casper.com slash promo. Did you know that you can save? Hi, Billy Cunningham, the great American. Uh, John Lott spent many years in the Department of Justice under the Trump administration. And he runs CrimeResearch.org, has a great column up about, uh, number one, what's happening with uh, crime, what's happening to explosions because of illegal immigration in Europe, and also about the myth of right-wing zealots that are shooting places up, plus so much more. And John Lott, welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. And first, John, let's talk about the, about the happiness in Sweden and Norway and most of Europe because they've become a magnet for many 
especially from the Middle East, uh, illegally immigrating and legally immigrating into Sweden and Norway. And uh, there's not been much reporting on this in America. What's happening in Europe when it comes to uh, uh, legal and illegal migration and what's happening with crime there? Right. Well, the amount of immigration in Europe has gotten a lot of attention in Europe. It's been a major focus of uh, the elections this year, both in Sweden and Italy. Uh, a lot of people say that it was responsible for the change in government in both of those countries. Um, you know, you look at some countries like Germany, for example, between 2019 and 2020, they had a, a 25 percent increase in homicides across Europe as a whole, uh, it was almost a 10% increase in homicides that they had just between those two years. One, one thing about Europe is they have much better data on the number of non-citizens who are moving into different countries uh, than we have here in the United States at the state level. Uh, they also have uh, a lot of their prisons can tell you the percent of the prisoners that are non-citizens. And so you can compare to see what share of the prison population non-citizens are compared to their share of the general population. And what you find for a number of countries like Norway and Finland and Denmark and Sweden, for example, is that uh, the non-citizens make up about two to four times more of a share of the prison population than they make up of the general population. So they're very overrepresented. The only state in the United States that really keeps track of similar data is uh, is Texas. Mm. Um, there's a big uh, reticence uh, for different states. It seems like it should be a very easy thing to do, and it would go and answer a lot of questions uh, that are there. Uh, Arizona used to keep uh, some of this data, and what you found there is that uh, legal immigrants were much less likely than the average citizen to go and commit crimes, but illegal immigrants in Arizona were much more likely to end up in prison. Um, <clears throat> So, as you say, there's been an increase. What we try to do uh, is to go and look at, by year, um, the number of non-citizens in different countries in Europe. Because unlike the United States, you can't, that data doesn't exist at the state level. We have some rough data uh, at the national level. Uh, But what you find is that those countries in Europe that had the biggest increases in in non-citizens in their countries saw the biggest increases in homicide rates. Each 1% increase in the non-citizens in a country were associated with about a 3.6% increase in homicide rates. Mm. And what happened in Italy, uh, there was a female prime minister appointed named, uh, I think, Malona, uh, in which she's going to crack down on illegal migration into Italy. And the New York Times and other liberal outlets in America is all pissed off at Georgia Maloney, the new female prime minister, because she's going to maybe crack down on legal migration. But that's why she was selected to, to do this, because the Italians have added up to here with the access to their shoreline of literally thousands and thousands of illegal many Africans coming into their country. And the liberals in this country is going after them. So the idea that open borders has worked in Europe relative to uh, the thousands of Western Europeans now being victimized by crime, that's a myth. So illegal immigration has not worked in Western Europe? 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. Well, I mean, not just in Italy, but in Sweden, uh, a party that had been a very minor party uh, is all of a sudden the second largest party in uh, in Sweden and was largely responsible for the socialists to be removed from power and being replaced by uh, conservative parties. Uh, of course, the New York Times and others are aghast uh, at that happening, too. But look, uh, you know, crime has not just been an important issue in the United States, but it's been an important issue in many other countries. And one of the things that, uh, you know, just a comparison, um, under the Biden administration, we've had about five and a half million illegal immigrants come into the United States. Over the last decade in Europe, uh, they've had about three million, over three million illegals there. So we've had, we've had almost twice as many illegal immigrants coming into the United States in just less than two years under Biden. Uh, than you've had in the last 10 years in Europe, and yet you can see uh, it's a big issue in Europe. Look, not all immigrants or all illegal immigrants are going to commit crime. The question, In fact, the vast majority of them presumably don't, but they do appear to do it, illegal immigrants in particular, at a much higher rate than the general citizens that are already there in a country. Uh, John Lott, you also posted on Tuesday the crazy right-wing shooter myth. We see it recently in Chesapeake, Virginia, which is the Walmart. That didn't fit the stereotype. Colorado Springs, it looks like he was a uh, non-binary individual who shot up a uh, a gay bar. It certainly is true in Buffalo. It appears the Buffalo shooting was not some right-wing nut job. It was basically an extreme environmentalist. But the New York Times, uh, one of your great comments here in the story is the New York Times has been warning of violence from the right for years. On November 19th, November 26th, they wrote two long editorials making these claims. The violence stemmed from the lies and enthusiastically spread by Republican politicians. Is it a myth that uh, mass shooters in America are right wing nuts? Yeah, it's not even remotely close to being true. Uh, you mentioned the two editorials, the very long editorials that the New York Times had. Their number one case was this uh, Buffalo uh, mass murder uh, who had gone into the grocery store and killed people. Uh, they claimed multiple times that he's a political right winger. Their evidence is basically, one, he's a racist. Two, uh, one time apparently he went to a, a website that they describe as being a, a right wing website. The thing is, you can actually read his manifesto, which they <laughs> did to get that one thing. And, uh, you know, he classifies himself as uh, an eco-fascist. He calls himself a mild, moderate, authoritarian left. Um, he's an environmentalist. The reason why he hates minorities is because he's upset. He claims that minorities have too many kids and having children damages the environment. He's, he's worried constantly about overpopulation of the world. And, 
you know, how many conservatives do you know are upset about people having kids? How many, you know, I can, I know a number of liberals who are upset about it. Uh, AOC even recently, um, you know, was wondering out loud whether people should even have any children at all. Um, you know, the guy talks about the evils of capitalists. He talks about the fact that, uh, um, you know, we ought to end all trade between countries. Uh, I mean, how many of these views can you ascribe to uh, to conservatives? And they also go and mention in these pieces the uh, uh, they say this is just not a problem in the United States. This is worldwide. They go and point to the New Zealand uh, mosque murder in 2019 and the El Paso murder in Texas. The thing is. Those guys also were environmentalists uh, and socialists. They had identical views to the uh, Buffalo mass murder, uh, the, uh, but they blame it on Trump. You know, they go and they say that uh, Trump's racist rhetoric was uh, responsible for, for this. Um, the the uh, mosque murder, uh, his ideal government in the world is the communist Chinese government. How many of your conservative friends say, geez, I wish we had a communist government like they have in China? <laughs> so, it's, you know, it's just absurd uh, how they will go and cherry pick one or two things. But basically the, their notion is if you're a racist, uh, that means you're right wing. And, uh, you know, but they ignore that in each of these cases and others that one can talk about, they are racist because of their environmentalist views and upset about people having kids. So, you know, you can go and point to apocalyptic statements from Biden and John Kerry and stuff about how, you know, we're facing an existential threat uh, to mankind and the world because of the environment. Um, those are the types of language that actually seems to be inflaming these individuals who go out and uh, commit these horrible crimes. It uh, it fits the bias and the prejudice. I can recall when the Alpha P. Murrah Federal Building was blown up in Oklahoma City by uh, Timothy McVeigh and Terry Nichols that uh, President Bill Clinton quickly blamed Rush Limbaugh and right-wing radio. Right. And But then it came out that uh, later on that uh, neither one of those characters, those mass murderers, had anything to do with listening to talk radio. They couldn't spell Rush Limbaugh. By the time the facts caught up uh, with the diatribe, the media never reported that uh, those two individuals uh, had nothing to do with talk radio and conservatism. And whether it was the Pulse nightclub shooting or what happened in Colorado Springs, they quickly looked for a fragment of something in the mass murderer's uh, lexicon that could uh, blame some group completely innocent of that fact. And uh, it's just the way it is, and it's not going to change. In fact, the last uh, couple weeks, what happened in Chesapeake, Virginia, the Walmart has been dropped from the public consciousness. The perpetrator was an African-American male. And then Colorado Springs, we have no coverage the last two weeks of his arraignment and motions because he, he himself is non-binary and appeared to believe in the gay rights movement agendas. So the media stopped. Now they're waiting for something else to transpire. But before I let you go, right. John Lott, CrimeResearch.org, there was a sad story this week out of Philadelphia where uh, there are so many armed robberies and thefts happening 
in a Philadelphia gas station. So one is quite vulnerable when you pull into a gas station, open up your door, put your credit card in. Your door generally is left open. Women have purses. Men have wallets and cell phones. That two or three robbers and anarchists, I call them anarchists and I call them terrorists, that are robbing hundreds of people standing around gas pumps or simply pumping gas, taking purses, sometimes taking cars, sexually molesting the women, stealing the wallets and, and the cell phones. And now these Philadelphia gas station owners are hiring off-duty Philadelphia police in uniforms with AR-15s to stand around the gas pumps. I watched, uh, I think on Monday or Tuesday, the CEO of Walmart said that they're going to have thefts this year on an industrial scale of $3 billion of thefts out of Walmarts. He talks about closing down stores in urban areas. He talks about the increased pricing they have to charge. Target, another big box retailer, is losing $600 million a quarter with industrial-level thefts and robberies. And so it looks to me the media doesn't cover all the crime being committed by uh, industrial-level gangs and by individuals who simply want to prey upon defenseless citizens. You've studied crime for a long time in the Attorney General's office. You've written books, uh, More Guns, Less Crime. Can you give us an overview here we are in December of 2022 about what's happening to the land of the free and the home of the brave. It just looks like we're disintegrating. Right. Well, I mean, there are basically two things that have happened. A number of places like California and, and some other states, they've made it so that you can steal like $950 before you face any penalties, really. Uh, they essentially take treated as a traffic violation and people actually make money you know you go and you pay your fee even if you do you know you may not even get arrested uh, may not even face the that fee most of the time uh, and then you go and sell the products that you stole on ebay and you make money mm. and of course then you have uh district attorneys uh soros back district attorneys around the country in urban areas which are refusing to prosecute people who are engaged in this theft. So it's not rocket science. If you make it so it's not risky for these criminals to go and commit crime, uh, if you make it so that they actually clearly make a living doing this, uh, you're going to see a lot more of that. And, you know, the thing is, who gets harmed by this? Yeah. Democrats claim that they care about, you know, blacks, that they care about Hispanics, they care about poor people. Where are these Walmarts going to be closed down? Where are these CVS stores and other things closed down? They're closed down in these primarily urban minority areas. You know, they're the ones who have jobs in those stores. They're the ones who shopped in those stores. You know, it's the, the harm. They, they see the criminal there, and they don't want to punish the criminal, but they don't see, and, and they say, well, you know, it's, a, a, a black or a Hispanic who's engaged in the crime, so we don't want to punish them. The thing is, there are all these innocent, law-abiding blacks and Hispanics whose lives are being torn up and destroyed. Their jobs and everything else are being destroyed by their concern about the criminals mm. that are there. And, uh, and they just encourage even more crime to be occurring, not just this direct property crime, but then there are other types of crime that kind of spin off from that. Right. So, Sad. you know, I, I did one more comment about the the mass murder type stuff. You know, you look at these mass public shootings. Um, well over 70% of those 
have nothing to do with any type of political views. These are people who want to commit suicide and they want to get media attention. They know that if the more people they kill, the more worldwide media attention that they're going to be able to go and get. And that's their goal. And so, you know, uh, the, about 9% of them are known to be white supremacists, neo-Nazis, or anti-immigrant views of any type. But even much of those, most of those are environmentalists. And yet, you know, the media wants to go and pl- paint them. You know, these neo-Nazis are socialists. Um, but yet the, the media wants to go and paint these as right wing. And you and I have talked before about all the violence involving pro, against pro-life uh, type individuals as compared to Correct. pro-abortion ones. Yep. But, you know, the national media only covers the violence against uh, pro-abortion providers. Right. Uh, all the research is at crimeresearch.org, crimeresearch.org. The truth will set us free. And John Lott, once again, Merry Christmas, and uh, thank you for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. Thank you, John. Merry Christmas, and thank you for being there, Bill. Bill Cunningham, the Grand American, live with you every Sunday night. Since 1973, OOIDA has been a long use to your own firearm like a weapon light, and you can use it at home or at the range. The Mantis X gives you data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique and guides you through drills and courses. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. The Mantis X is used by the Marine Corps, the Army, and Special Forces. It is military-grade technology at an affordable price. The Mantis X is a must-have for every gun owner. If you believe in your Second Amendment rights, you must also act on your Second Amendment responsibility to be competent and confident in your shooting ability. Improve your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. Right, Billy Cunningham, the great American. Thank you for listening this Sunday. Now, I'm kind of planning with your permission and the permission of my great executive producer, Danny Gleason, to be with you on Christmas night itself. Because generally the family festivities have concluded. And I can think of no better place to be than with you on Christmas night. So that's my plan two weeks from now. And uh, I also want to thank tonight uh, Robert Ballot for coming on to talk about uh, those forever chemicals in the soil, and especially Kevin Jackson of the Kevin Jackson Network and uh, John Lott doing the studies on what, what immigration has done for crime in Europe. It's happening here, too. But nonetheless, thank you for listening to Sunday night as the Bengals continue to roll. Bill Cunningham, the great American, live with you every Sunday night. This year, escape from holiday stress and get the sleep you need with Casper's best offer ever. Right now, save up to $800 on our supportive cozy mattresses like the original hybrid, our highest rated mattress, and our wave hybrid snow mattress that helps you sleep six degrees cooler. You'll find extra savings on select soft goods like the sheets and pillowcases and weighted blankets. Join over two million happy sleepers and save $800 on mattresses when you shop at Casper. Exclusion supply. See casper.com slash promo. Did you know that you can save up to half on your wireless plan when you switch to Consumer Cellular? They offer unlimited talk and text with a flexible data plan starting at just $20 a month with the same premium coverage as the nation's largest carriers. 
Plus, their award-winning customer support makes switching a breeze. Go to ConsumerCellular.com slash Radio 25. And for a limited time, get $25 off when you use promo code Radio 25. There's something very dangerous in your home. It could be hiding in a closet or waiting in the basement. It's not sharp or toxic or flammable. Yet it helps send more people to the trauma center than any other household item. Hey, hon, do me a favor and uh, hold the ladder for me. Uh, I have a better idea. Let's just call somebody to clean the gutters. <sighs> to scoop out a few leaves? I'll be down in a heartbeat. Whoa! Uh, no! Using a ladder might seem easy. Misusing one is even easier. Ask any of the 150,000 people who fell off their ladders into the trauma center last year alone. Don't let a do-it-yourself project do yourself in. For tips on ladder safety, visit orthoinfo.org. A public service message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons who want to keep your bones safe, strong, and well-connected. I'm Tim McGraw, and I have a challenge for you. Millions of Americans have type 2 diabetes, and I've seen how it impacts people. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.